Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to Church Solutions. My name is Phil Thompson, and this is the Church Solutions Podcast. I am with Steve Lacey today. Hello, Steve. Hey, good morning. It's Steve Lacey here. Steve, it's good to have you here with us again. And uh, thank you, folks, for uh, watching, or actually not watching, but uh, listening to this podcast. We're glad that you are here. This podcast called Church Solutions is a podcast designed for people involved in church work, ministry work. We cover a lot of different things, right? Exactly, yeah. What do we cover, Steve, besides uh, talking about... Well, we are tech people, so we do cover some of the tech things, but we've covered uh, some other topics as well, from uh, how to attract and retain visitors to, uh, I don't know, this is our, what, seventh episode? I believe this is episode number seven, if I believe right. Uh, Steve and I have had a lot of experience, and we are, uh, some members on our team have had experience, and we are obviously connected to a lot of people that do church work, ministry work. That's kind of our niche with our company. Our company is called JSL Solutions. And so, uh, as I've said before here, we've got a, a vast range of experience between the two of us who are normally on this podcast. And so if you have something you'd like to uh, ask us a question about, it doesn't have to be tech-related. Uh, I've been involved in uh, having a Sunday experience, uh, setting up a Sunday experience for churches, you know, a weekend experience from music to dealing with greeters, volunteers, ushers. To being the pastor of the church. To actually being, being a senior, the senior pastor. pastor. Yes. For about eight years, an executive pastor for many years beyond that as well, besides what I do here at my real job. So with that in mind, what are we going to talk about today, Steve? So today we're going to talk about whether church should have a mobile site or a mobile app. So the age-old question, <laughs> age-old question with going on for probably, what, about a year or two, uh, should your church have a mobile website uh, or a mobile app, or uh, honestly, you probably need to have both, but maybe which one should you work on first, and what's the pros and cons? And a little disclaimer here for us, full uh, uh, full disclosure, I guess is the best term. Uh, we, uh, Our company, JSL Solutions, does produce church mobile apps. And uh, having said that, we, we're certainly unbiased, and we actually are involved in websites, too, and so besides streaming videos. So uh, so that's the question. And if I'm a pastor, I'm thinking, okay, uh, what do I need to do first here? Should I get a mobile app? Should I get a website? And even with, a, well, not a website, but a, a mobile site. But there's even different ways to go about mobile sites, right? Right. So let, let's start with some of the basics. Um, you know, think about uh, what is a mobile site? And, uh, or what is a, it really should be what is a mobile-friendly site? Because every... Every website can be a mobile site as well. So you've probably been uh, on your phone to a website, and the website comes up, and it looks like it does on your computer, and typically requires you to pinch and zoom to, to kind of get around and see the whole thing because you're, you're viewing it on a, on a mobile device. So that would not be a mobile-friendly site. Yeah, that can be a little awkward, a little difficult to yeah. view things and click on links. Yeah, you can get around. It's perfectly usable. But it's not as friendly from the mobile. So a mobile-friendly site would be one that when you go to the website, 
it's got enlarged buttons it's it's all geared for touch so that because you're going to be manipulating with touch as opposed to manipulating the website with a mouse with a mouse okay so so you have uh, you've thrown this term around a lot responsive websites what what is a responsive yes. website so a responsive website would be one that depending on the device you were viewing it at it would present the material in such a way that it's it's best suited for that device. Okay. So there's responsive design. Yes, there's there's something that's called um, there's there's somewhat of an evolution going on. Um, initially, what uh, a lot of companies and churches would do would they would create a mobile friendly site. So they would design a site from the ground up that would be geared for their mobile site. And so that, and they set it up such that uh, when someone went to the site and they were accessing it from their mobile device, it would serve up the mobile-designed site. So that would, you know, that's one form of responsive, or you, some may call that reactive, in that it, it it knows what device you're at and it sends you to a to a to some content that is designed for it. What is gaining popularity um, probably over the past maybe even a couple of years now, is responsive design where you have a single designer that would be responsible for both your mobile site as well as your website so that they would design the site one set of code so that when it's viewed on the computer it renders and it's nice and, and useful for a mouse and for getting around and full size. And then when you go to that same site in that same design it will the design will recognize that it's being rendered on a mobile device and make some changes on the fly. So, uh, but there's also a mobile website. So, so when somebody types in your URL, some people, if they have a mobile website, that's going to take them to right. a mobile site, not a responsive site. Right. And, and right before we went on the air, um, was talking to you about uh, Uversion or Bible.com now. And they had dedicated a, a significant effort into creating a mobile-friendly version of all of their tools. So you would see things, their address on the address bar would slightly change as you went to it from a device. It would be m.uversion.com, whereas you went on the computer, it would just be the uversion.com. So the m was the mobile version. So they had two separate sets of source code behind the scenes here. And what's kind of gaining traction now is have one set of source code that the designer works on that will render on both devices. So hopefully not getting too technical into this, but that's so, kind of what's going on. All right, so we're talking here about you know this kind of responsive design, and we're talking about websites. But then there's the other side of the coin, and that is the mobile app that we mentioned earlier. Should you have a mobile app? Should you have responsive? So the mobile app is, is something that you would uh, download on your smartphone, your device. Uh, tell us a little bit about the so, mobile app. So a mobile app would be a different experience in that you would get the app from one of the app stores, either Google Play or the Apple App Store or the Amazon Store right. or the, uh, not sure what they call the Windows Store. I guess it's maybe the Windows App Store. Uh, are they still? Oh, around? the Microsoft Store. Yeah, they have a very small niche. But uh, you would download the app, and then the app would run on your phone as an application. So, um, and we're going to get into some of the distinctions. You know, the app's going to bring into play some things that aren't available to the the mobile device. So, 
the app will be able to react to um, some sensors that are on the phone that aren't available on your um, your mobile website. Okay, and then of course if you've got a mobile app, hopefully you've got uh, people can click on that mobile app and go to places on your website. I mean, that's kind of the idea, right? Right. They're going to go to places on your website, uh, different links, those kind of things. Right. All right. So hopefully that kind of gives everybody a little bit of an idea what the difference is there. Right. All right. So so where do we go next? So we're we're thinking, okay, so uh, I'm a pastor. I'm sitting here. Uh, what should I be working on first? Because uh, you know, budget's always an issue, and time, uh, and, and all that and stuff. Uh, so, my opinion is, you want to consider your audience. Um, and if you're if you're a smaller church, which most churches are, you know, the average church is what seventy five, or is it up yeah, to roughly 100? 70, 75? The average church yeah. in America. Yeah, average yeah. church in America is around seventy people. So, um, what? Uh, I would consider first would be that as I, if I have a, I definitely would have a website for my church, and I would want to ensure that that was a mobile, that friendly design, a responsive design for that, so that when you went to that website on your handheld device, you could get to, you, know, you get a, a product that you'd be proud of on your mobile device. Well, I think that's important too because, uh, again, I'm putting, trying to put myself in the shoes of a, of a senior pastor or somebody on staff. And, Actually, I do work part-time for a church. You know, I, I wanted people to find our church. I'm trying to attract people to come to our church. So uh, a website, a good website, as we've talked about here before, is very important. Uh, people, if they're going, if they're new in a community or whatever, they're going to do a search uh, from the, the Book of Wisdom and Knowledge, which is Google. They're going <laughs> to do a search, and they're going to try to find a church within their area, and they're going to look and see, and they, they want to see, is this church a good fit for my family and I? And so a website is very important, and a good website is very important. Right. And so, I would think a responsive website. Right. So, you know, if I'm, I'm the pastor sitting in that position, um, you're, you're going to have some options. You're going to have, you may have someone in your congregation say, oh, I can build us a website. Um, chances are that that person would be able to build a website but not a mobile responsive site. Um, so, and you may say, well, gee, I'm going to go to a company that, um, you know, that a lot, you know, helps design websites for us. And I would just ask, you know, in, as you're working and evaluating the companies, whether they would support a responsive design or a, a mobile design setup as well. And your advice would be right off the top here would probably be uh, if you're going to do some kind of a modification so that it looks good on a smartphone or, or a mobile device, go with a responsive Yes, and, and to go, and it's, it's not necessarily that you'll be able to take your existing website and make it responsive. It will be a fairly significant effort. You will have to most likely, um, depending on you know, how much money you want to spend, you're most likely going to have to abandon the site that you have if it's not responsive and go with a, uh, a different design. There's uh, templates out there and systems out there that, provide the responsive aspect to it. There's lots of different ones out there. Uh, so, I mean, what's, what would that cost me if I'm saying, okay, I need to make a change here so my website's more responsive? And, and the reason we're talking about this, folks, is because more and more and more people are, are doing things on the Internet through their mobile devices. Right. And so it is important, you know, it's no longer 1999 or even 2008. It's now... 2014 right. and, and, more, and well over half the people out there are using accessing the internet 
through their mobile devi- devices. So you got to have a mobile responsive or mobile friendly site. Right. So what's that going to cost to make to fix my website, Steve? Well, it's it's going to vary. Um, there's, uh, I mean, there's there's some depends on what you know, it's just like. It's much like getting a website designed initially. The pr- the price can vary. So there are some companies out there, if you're willing to go with a, a template-based system that you can manage, um, you could you, know, you can go with those companies. Most of those will have the responsive design. Uh, if you've got someone in your congregation that is a, a WordPress expert, you could, you could ask that they choose a WordPress theme WordPress. that is responsive. Favorite site. Yes, there's others. There's my favorite. Go ahead. There's also, I mean, there's so you're kind of moving up a a little bit in the skill level with um, dealing with some of that. So you get some of that's functional with WordPress or Joomla or Drupal. There's those are all systems out there that would support um, a web-based admin piece with the with a responsive design. All right. So on this little discussion we're having here, mobile mobile app versus website or versus what did, what did I call it at the very beginning? Should I have a mobile-friendly website or a mobile app? So you would probably suggest to work on your website. First. I would, yes. And it's going to be um, a different, you know, it depends on the size of your congregation and who your audience is. But if you're a smaller church, definitely work on that. It's going to be the, the most affordable route to go would be to get your website in order and get a, a mobile-friendly site in place and it's again the website is um, can have two purposes you, one purpose you want to address is that it is the window from the world into your into your church and then there's also you can build utilities into the website for the members as well but important I think foremost you want to have a window from so that people can learn more about your church so you can grow your church Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense, and I would totally agree with that. Now, there are, you know, we, there are some churches out there that say, you know what, we're not too worried about people finding us on the internet, but we want our members to be interactive. So, uh, from my experience personally, um, I really like the mobile app that our church got, uh, and obviously, I'm again full disclosure, it's our company produces it. It's ChurchAppLive.com. The reason I like my members to have of the mobile app is because all they have to do is open it up. They just open it up on their smart device and they can check the newsletter. They can, they can post a prayer request. They can give online. They can uh, listen to the archives. Uh, We're not doing streaming video yet, but if we were, they could just click on and watch the streaming video live or watch the streaming archives. Uh, There's a ton of features and, and it's not just our company. There's other companies out there that offer you. Right. So it's really a question of the audience. So, when you've got when you're you're targeting the members within the church, so they're going to be much more receptive to they've they've they're part of the church, they believe in the church, and so they'll they'll be more willing to go to the app store and install an app. Right. That, whereas new people may not do that. Yeah. Whereas yeah, but, uh, new people wouldn't be willing to install the app, or people that haven't been to the church probably wouldn't install the app. So it's you know the key distinction there. So I, I guess the bigger question is you know what is it. You know, what's your target if, if you're sitting here listening to this as a volunteer or somebody in leadership at your church? You know, what's what's the first what's the most important thing to your church or to your leadership team? And and you need to determine that. And maybe for some of you, it's like ah, we're fine with our website. Let's just focus on a mobile app. Then you can begin to go that direction. And mobile apps, 
don't have to be real expensive. Uh, in fact, it depends on what you're trying to do. You know, we've got an app that's very reasonable, and there's other people out there too that have pretty reasonable stuff too. Right. So, yeah. So go ahead. Well, it's it's the the price can vary depending on what you want to do. Um, there are um, different functionalities that you would get with depending on you know, where you wanted to go. There's 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 apps there out there that will take um, take your website and convert it into an app. So um, for very little money. But then you go, what's the what's the reason for that? When you get into the app territory, as I mentioned earlier, you're bringing in some things that you uh, weren't able to do on the website. So you've got the ability to you know, access cameras and access GPS and access some other elements. So you can do some things like you know, we built into one of our apps. Is it'll let um, people know, depending on where they are and holding the phone, how to get to church. and give you turn-by-turn directions on how to how to navigate from wherever you are to, to get to the church. because I get lost. <laughs> yeah, so, and it will, you know, it'll allow you to update as you as you migrate your way to church holding that, you know, with your phone. So, um, those, so that brings in a whole different set of uh, tools into the experience. So in some ways what we're talking here is kind of apples and oranges a little bit in some ways. I mean, the website is going to have a different function in some ways than a mobile app would. Yeah, the mobile app I think is going to be more personable. It's going to, you know, typically it's going to know who you are, knows where you at, where you're at, and so then you can build features into that with that would leverage that. So you can do things like, you know, well, with our app you can check into church and, um, you know, do some things that. Uh, now talk about the, some of the features on. All right. Well, I mean, not we not to commercial. Well, you <laughs> you know, know, it's good people to know. I mean, yeah. So some of the things that you know when you get into the app territory that we've tried to exploit is, um, for example, you you log in so it knows who you are when you have the app and it knows where you are and so you can go and you check into church and it'll you know record that you have checked in and then you can access some other you can access the teaching notes that have to do with that particular teaching. You can access. Um, we can. You can. The administrator of the app can set up teaching challenges for each service. So I check into the five o'clock service, and I can. There will be a set of teaching challenges. That basically, some multiple choice questions, a set of questions that pertain to the teaching that I can. Based off the sermon. Based on the sermon, so I can kind of score my retention of you know how well I did, and it scores me when I'm you know a little fun game element in there. It scores me how well I did. Uh, I can participate in a poll, real time. So the administrator of the app can, you know, if they're teaching on, we're having a, a war of the sexes at church, uh, and so you know, you could put in questions, you know, poll questions, and have people respond, and then post the, put po- real time post the um, the answers up on, uh, you know, the overhead display. So everyone's me, got did their. Did you say war of the sexes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't remember exactly what they're calling it, but uh, oh, that's yeah, the battle of church. yeah, the battle of a battle of the sexes kind of thing going on okay. there. The male versus female. Uh, who, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what that's all about, but we won't go there. Yeah, um, so you could have a poll that you know, you know, everyone, you know, the other neat, unique aspect is everyone's got their phone with them all, pretty much all the time, so they'll have their phone at church. Right. Uh, I'm just looking at my mobile, um, my mobile app here, and. Uh, People can connect with the Facebook page within a click of the click of the button. They can connect with the church's Twitter page, and obviously the church's website. And uh, there's other things too. They can download a form, fill out a 
form or something. Oh yeah, complete a up. complete a form online. Yeah, there's you can download documents. So if somebody, if we've got documents we want our members to see, right. we can download those things. And then there's yeah, you know, continuing the commercial for True Chap Live. Here, um, there's a daily aspect. So there's a bunch of tools geared around uh, daily Bible reading, daily devotional, and we built into it a, a gaming element. So as you, the more you participate, the the more points you get, and you can compete with others within the church for leaders within so your, your private seems community. So your church into a lot of competition and wars. <laughs> that doesn't, okay, I'm being funny. Being funny. Uh, so as we talk about this thing, so again, kind of summarizing everything we're looking at here, if you want people to find you, uh, if you're somebody out there and you want to grow your church, reach people, Having a responsive or at least a mobile-friendly type of website is going to really benefit you as a as a church leader, because when people are searching, a lot of, again we're going back to more and more people are using their mobile devices now to connect to the internet. So it would be very healthy to have something that people would look good on their mobile browser, right? Be able to because as we've told before, I mean, the, your first impression is not when people show up. Your first impression is when they first go to your website. That's very important. So. And, and then if you want, really want to kind of cultivate some interactivity with your members, uh, a mobile app kind of like what we have would be very beneficial right. for that. So really you should have both. But, I mean, I would I would go for both if I could. But if I, I guess if I'm developing, if I'm dealing with budget and all this stuff, I'm going to deal with the website thing first, make it responsive, and then begin to move towards mobile, having a mobile app. And our mobile apps are very reasonable. So it's not like it's going to break the bank. Uh, What's yeah. our mobile apps cost? So our mobile apps start at um, twenty nine bucks, twenty nine dollars a month. Okay. So um, and the way our you know uh, not to continue <laughs> getting deeper into the commercial, it's set up to be able to be configured for each of the churches. So the church has an admin area, and they can choose different skins and designs right. and things like that. So um, it, which is a a model that's out there that you can get as well. You can also have an app developed from scratch if you have some unique um, requirements where you want to be able to build some unique functionality, then you're going to need to hire an app developer to you go in. You can send push notifications out, right? Yeah, that's another, that's that's kind of the, I guess the new, uh, that's another piece when you have people that have your app, you, they're committed to your church, they are part of your church. And so a really good way to communicate with people would be push notifications. Weather so, issues or special events. Or yeah, or yeah, or whatever it may be. Or even just promoting the, you know, Sunday service starts in 30 minutes. Get in your car and come to search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, of course, streaming. People could watch the stream or watch the archives. Or even if you've got stuff on YouTube or Vimeo, you could link up an archive so people, so even if you don't do streaming videos, yeah, people Yeah, lots of things, yeah, that you can do. Okay. With uh, from the app as aspect. Good. All right, good. Anything else you want to cover on this particular? Uh no. Are I we, think uh, okay. kind of milked this. I can't think of any others that. Uh, let me. So as as uh, we're going to wrap up here, folks, would you do us a favor? Would you check out this podcast? Uh, maybe you're listening to it right now in the iTunes store. Uh, you may be listening to it from a different source, but. Uh, go to iTunes and, and look for Church Solutions Podcast and rate it. Uh, we've got, this is, I guess, episode number seven, I think. Yeah, I'm losing track here. But uh, check out some of the episodes we've done and, and give us a rating. Let us people know, let us know. Give us a review. 
Uh, that will help us be found on uh, on iTunes, and we're in other places as well. And then the other thing too is if you have questions, uh, again, most of this stuff is tech-related stuff, but. Uh, Steve and I have been involved in ministry for years, and so maybe you've got a situation with your board, your leadership team, dealing with, dealing with ushers, dealing with greeters, volunteers. Uh, throw those things our way because we have been doing it for many, many years. We're not just pigeonholed in just a tech area. Right. So we certainly uh, would, would love hearing from you on those things. And give us some feedback. And if you have uh, uh, anything else you'd like to uh, point our way, we were doing a uh, a podcast a little while back on uh, streaming video and talking about HD versus SD, and, and we basically were saying, yeah, if you're going to use a Flash Media Live encoder for high-definition video, don't do it. It won't work, uh, or at least we didn't think it would work very well most of the time. And I had somebody, a listener, write in and said, hey, I do HD all the time with Adobe Flash. So we'd love your feedback. Yeah. Tell us what you think. You got feedback on this whole issue of websites, mobile apps versus, you know, websites? Uh, Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. It's All right. Active. All right, good. Okay, folks, so uh, thank you so much for listening to Church Solutions. We're going to end here a little bit early, but uh, we thought this was a good uh, piece of uh, information to get out here because uh, you really do need to make sure your website is responsive, and uh, we'd encourage you to consider uh, getting a mobile app either through our company uh, or through somebody else because we think it will help you connect with your congregation and help people because church is all about relationships, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So if we can help you with that or anything else, the email address is... Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's right, support at streamingchurch.tv. Drop us an email, drop us a line, let us know what you think about this stuff. And if you have a question, we would love to hear from you. So uh, with that in mind, my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we wish you a great day. Thanks for listening and catch us next time as we continue... Uh, with another episode of uh, the Church Solutions Podcast. Have yourself a great day.